The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Let's get to Nancy Davis, who is our guest for the half hour. Nancy is founder, also the CIO at Quadratic Capital Management. She's on the line from Greenwich, Connecticut. Nancy, thanks for being with us. So many issues to kind of weave together here. There's the earnings story. There's the Fed story. Let's begin with the technicals because I think you might be able to shed some light here. Yesterday, we were making a big deal of the fact that the S&P 500, in fact, all of the major benchmarks were above their 50-day moving averages. Is this significant? Have we, are we beginning to put in a bottom here for the equity market? There are a lot of technicals going on. You're absolutely right. There's a lot happening um, in markets and liquidity is not super deep. That's the one thing I think that technicals miss is the depth of the market. And a lot of it is just price movements and not necessarily um, taking into account how light flows are these days. So I think it's um, it's not necessarily a sign of, of this is a short lived or, or anything, any kind of statement, but it's not a deep market. There's not a lot of liquidity out there. And especially as we head into you know, the end of July, uh, beginning of August, I would expect liquidity to thin even more. Even markets like the treasury markets are not as liquid as they were um, earlier in this year. Do you feel that the market's priced in what's coming down the pipe in terms of Fed tightening? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, the Fed has been very credible with the markets with their um, forward guidance. So their hawkish commentary has really moved um, moved interest rate markets before the Fed even hikes. It's already priced in. Um, you know, tonight, if you uh, if you look on your Bloomberg terminal, you can see the number of Fed hikes that are priced in. In addition to the 150 of actual hikes, there's another 190 basis points, almost 200 basis points more of Fed hikes priced in just in 2022. So think about that. It's July 20th. We have, you know, five months, 10 days left um, for the Fed to hike 190 basis points additional just to meet the expectations for, for their forward guidance. So the Fed has been very credible with markets saying um, hawkish things and the market trading ahead of what they actually do. So if you can give me your assessment as whether or not we're going to be looking at a Fed error here, uh, that they overshoot, give it that to me in about 40 seconds. Is that uh, what the message of the bond market is right now? Uh, the bond market is complacent that inflation expectations are going to increase in the future. I think that's a really key thing. The market thinks the Fed hiking rates is going to slow inflation and lower inflation expectations are priced into the future, which is very surprising to people because realized inflation is at a 40-year high. And Nancy, we were asking the perennial question at the moment, have markets bottomed? Uh, the pattern to that question is, has the US dollar peaked? Uh, how much longer do you see this rally running? 
Well, I think the big issue for a lot of currencies with the dollar being so strong is the cost of energy. Energy, most global commodities are traded in US dollars and just take maybe um, German and Japanese, the terms of trades, as well as uh, the currency, the euro and the yen have collapsed due to these very high energy prices. And so I think that is a real, you know, at the core of the issue, it comes back to how commodities are traded and what's going on geopolitically with the war in um, Europe. So Russian President Putin signaled today that Europe will start getting natural gas, but he did warn at the same time that until and unless this spat over sanctioned parts on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline are resolved, that flow is going to be curbed tightly. We're definitely flirting with a recession in Europe, no doubt. But what's the knock-on effect for the global economy? Well, the knock-on effect is obviously, you know, a humanitarian crisis and a global economic crisis, um, especially as we head into um, the fall and the winter. Um, the, uh, the question is really going to be what are central banks and markets going to do? You know, we've heard, we've heard rumblings that the Fed might be implementing a JGB or a Euro QE with printing dollars to buy Japanese and European bonds. I mean, there's really crazy things that are being talked about right now um, in trying to resolve this this global geopolitics and and the 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 problem with the energy crisis. Where do you stand on the recession question? Is it essentially inevitable now? You know, it, it's tough to say. I think globally, um, we're having inflation all around the world. And much of it is, you know, I question whether the Fed or the ECB or any central bank hiking rates, whether it's going to solve the inflation problem. I think it's definitely crushing demand. You can see it with consumer confidence near levels uh, below 2008 in the financial crisis. You can see it with small business surveys. Um, people are hurting. It is a very, very tough time for businesses because we're also having a labor market crisis. There are so many job openings and not enough workers to fill them. So I think the, the issue that I see with what the Fed is doing in particular is they're really just hitting demand by hiking interest rates. I don't see how you know hiking policy rates is going to put more truck drivers on the road or solve the um the Russia-Ukraine situation, or or and you know the COVID crisis, which is still impacting supply side uh, disruptions, and you're hearing that in companies as they report earnings, mm -hmm. talking about how these supply side implications are really hurting growth, and that's you know look that's a dirty word, the big S word, stagflation. That is kind of the worst worst environment we could possibly face, which is inflation, you know, higher prices. But lower growth. That's right. And so I'm. I think the recession. Like I'd probably be relieved if we're in a recession. I think the really <laughs> bad thing is if we're in stagflation, because like there, there's really no way out. And in that environment, stocks and bonds sell off together. Hello, 2022. Like we've kind of seen it, right? Okay. Markets are priced that way. Well, here's the thing: you're in an industry whose job it is um, to make money for your clients. I mean, give me uh, 40 seconds on how you go about doing that in an environment such as this. Well, I'm the portfolio manager for the Quadratic Interest Rate Volatility and Inflation Hedge ETF. The ticker is Eyeball, 
it's um, it's uh, a, a very unique strategy because it's long interest rate volatility. And although TIPS have been underperforming this year, TIPS are down, they're outperforming regular treasuries. About 80% of our fund is, is treasury inflation protected securities. Um, the volatility component is doing quite well this year. And it's also a way we've outperformed regular tips on their own because 10-year interest rates have been moving higher. So I think it's a, it's a time to really be questioning the traditional 60-40 portfolio and looking, especially for inflation, outside mm-hmm. of things that existed in the 70s. The problem- All right. Nancy Davis, founder and CIO at Quadratic Capital Management. Thanks so much for joining us. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at CutterEconomicForum.com.